0: Welcome to My Crazy Office podcast, with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work, Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They are committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hey, everyone. I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley. And welcome to My Crazy Office. So today, we're going to talk about a topic many people hate, (laughs) and it's called networking. We'll start with a question from someone who loves their job, but knows that in order to get promoted, they need to network. We'll talk about all of the ways you can network and how you can move through your networking resistance. Oh boy. Yeah. This is a topic that people love to hate. Yep.
1: Knowing how to network in a way that fits you is so critical to success. I hope more people will send questions like this to info at com.
0: So here's our question, Catherine. I have a steady job as a project manager at a large corporation. I love my job, but I wanna move up. Every article I read says that I must network and I hate networking. I love the pandemic because no one was networking in person. <laughs> now there are several events that I know I should attend, but I don't want to. How do I get over my resistance?
1: Mm-mm-mm.
0: Yeah. I mean, like all resistance, you know, you got to take the medicine, you got to, yeah, you just got to walk through it. But I think that there are baby steps. I think you don't have to, you know, walk in and be, you know, Miss Personality or Mr. Personality. Yeah. Um, But I, I think, you know, your work will speak for you up until a certain point and then we all know you have to get out and speak for your work, you know, that we all have to network and we all have to sell ourselves on the job. Right. And, you know, there maybe are some careers where you don't have to, but I've never really seen it. I think most people have to get out and uh, and, Work the people that are going to hire you. It gets very competitive the higher up you go. Yeah. So, you know, you have this is something that everybody has to work on. And, you know, you don't have to be the most extroverted person. This person I'm saying is probably an introvert. Uh huh. Wouldn't you say? I would. And I'm with you on that. I think
1: what's interesting though, too, is that first thing of having to accept what you were talking about, Kathy, that the higher up you're trying to go in your career, the more relationships matter right. and figuring out how to connect with people matters even if you don't like people and you don't like connecting it's part of the job really
0: yeah i think you know the people that are making the decisions as you go upstairs are you know the people that that are going to want to know you especially That's if right. you've been in the organization for quite some time and they're not going to know you by your work they may know of you But they're not going to know you. And they want to know that you're going to be able to take clients out um, or that you're going to be able to attend some high level functions. Um, I mean, that's just part of the job as you move up the the ladder. So this is something that, I mean, look, networking, um, we're not suggesting that this person probably go to a 2000 people event where they have to work the crowd. That's, you know, you're not a salesman. That's not, but- you're going to have to, whether you have coffees with people or lunches, um, you know, there's a certain amount of networking you're going to have to do. Yeah. So let's just talk about all the reasons why people don't, you know, because <laughs> that's what we like to talk about. <laughs> let's just talk about fear of rejection. Yeah. That's a,
1: right. That's a reason why people don't do this. Right. Well, they don't like the feeling of being, yeah. As if someone doesn't seem interested in them or doesn't want to actually meet with them. They may not even want to ask for a meeting or for a lunch, as you say, because they don't want to hear no.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And look, nobody likes hearing no. I mean, that's not, you know, we don't all get up and say, yeah, I'm going to go after some no's. Yeah. but it's, but you know, you're not going to match with everybody. And mm-hmm. And we're talking about professional networking. We're not really talking about building your personal life. So, you know, if somebody sees you're in a position that would work for them to know you, they're going to yeah. meet with you. You're not going to be as rejected as you fear. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you have, this is kind of a fear that you do have to face.
1: I agree. I think you have to, what you have to do is sort of aim for a different thing, which is rejection resilience, like understanding that anyone who succeeds also fails, that's part of the the game. It's not a fun thing, but if you can think about, I almost think of it as like building your rejection, resilience muscle, you know, if you can do that, then you can, because networking ultimately, it's not about just shaking hands. It's asking someone for their contact. It may be asking for another meeting at another time. You have to be willing to ask, right, Kathy? Yep. And sometimes you're going to get a no, or sometimes you're going to get a brush off in one way or another.
0: Oh, you're going to be ignored. They're going to walk away. Yeah. There's all kinds of uncomfortable things that happens, but it happens to everyone. Yeah. you know, I mean, one of the solutions I like is that I think now is the time to talk about this, is that you have somebody who's running the event introduce you to people. Now, uh-huh. if somebody's introducing you, they're not going to brush you off that quickly. They will, yes. they might brush you off in a minute or so, but not necessarily immediately. Um, and that that's another way to do this is you only approach those that somebody's introducing you to and eventually right. to build your your group. Um, So not knowing what to talk about is another thing that I hear from people. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to talk about. I'm not that interesting. And that's just not true. This is, you're networking professionally. So you don't really have to talk about hobbies. But if you can connect with somebody like I've been in people's offices, you know, the first time you meet somebody, you go into their office, you make sure you look at their photos and the the things that they have around. And you might connect, maybe you went to the same school, or maybe sports, you know, maybe you connect, maybe you don't. But um, sometimes you can connect on something that's outside of work. So what you talk about is, your job you talk about the kind of work you're doing what's interesting you ask them about their work you ask them about their department and and it's not as hard as you think
1: no I think also just to one way to look at it is to be curious about the other person whoever they are and be willing to ask them questions Um, If it's within your own company, like this person may have to do some networking within the company just to find out, you know, how, if it's another department, how is their department going? What are the biggest challenges they face? Maybe you can offer resources, which is another way of building a relationship with somebody.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And, you know, you hate small talk. That's another thing that we hear a lot of people don't like small talk. And I understand that. I don't really like small talk either, but you know, when meeting somebody for the first time, you're not going to have a deep existential, you know, conversation, <laughs> it is going to sound like small talk. How are you? Oh, it's so cold out or, yeah, um, you know, how was your ride here? It was, there was so much traffic, you know, it, it might feel that way. Um, but you can quickly take it to something that's deeper, yeah. you know, I read your report I was very impressed. Yes. You know, read mine. Um so you know I I understand all these fears are legit but mm-hmm. th- but they're not as bad as you think. Right.
1: I think another thing to like an entry point could be to like if this the person who you're meeting with if they were recently mentioned in an article or on the site or at a function that you can reflect on, you know, I heard you speak, or I saw the article about you, or I noticed that you won XYZ award or recognition, you can always go with something positive that you've noticed about that person. And then you'll definitely be warming them up. (laughs) Yes.
0: For a good conversation. They They love to hear compliments. Yeah. 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 And you know, the the idea is really just to be introduced, to meet them, get their contact information or go on LinkedIn and connect with them and then continue your conversation professionally. Right. You don't have to spend a lot of time with people. And right. so nice to meet you, we'll be in touch. Right. So You know, with well, the kind of events we're talking about are in-house events, they may be company parties you need to go to or events, only yeah. professional events um, and you know, Mostly these professional events are well connected people that they're there to talk about business. I mean, I know they're there to drink and other stuff, but um, you know, you don't have to stay that long. Yeah. <laughs> stay for the drinking and the partying. Um, maybe charity events, maybe um, you know, the causes you care about, you can do that to see if you're gonna meet anyone. But this is a, a really important part of growing your career. Absolutely. Uh, so baby steps. One is you can volunteer to be the person who who um, is at the table when people come into an event. The meter yeah. and greeter, the person. Who right, ch- you check main. everyone in, and that yeah. way you'll meet a lot of people. Yes, absolutely. Um, so you can volunteer to be on that committee. You know who's ever running the event. Usually not a paid for job. Um, and that way you know you can meet people and say i would love to have a further conversation with you right um you know i'll see you inside um that that's one of the things you can do you can also be the person that that serves drinks <laughs> <laughs> people will love you if you do that <laughs> alcohol you have to be a bartender but it could be just you know regular drinks um that's just another thing you can volunteer for well actually uh, kathy you could even do that one-on-one you know you could say can i get you
1: something at the at the whatever the state yeah whatever it is yeah you can offer
0: to do that i like that idea Um, So, but just think about that, that, you know, could I be of use at this event so that I'm not just, you know, the nerves get taken away. I'm not just here to, um, right. Uh, bother people. And by the way, they're all doing the same thing. Everybody who's there is doing the same thing. That's they wouldn't right. be there if they weren't looking to meet people. Yes, um, And you know, you'll know you notice that people are standing groups because they're just as uncomfortable as you. Yes. And they stay in that group for quite some time, but you could come out, go over to the group and and, you know, pull someone away and just say, you know, I'd really like to um, introduce myself to you because they're doing it out of safety. Not that they're having a meeting. They're not having yeah. a meeting in a networking event. They're just kind of hiding, yes. which is what a lot of people do. And, you know, I'm very extroverted and I hide too. I mean, it's a lot. Right. Well, you- I was going to say, yeah. I think the other
1: thing you can do is bring, it is, it can be overwhelming. You could bring, um, you know, a colleague, like have a partner yes. in crime Right. So that you are, a, you know, you two are kind of a pod, you know, so you can approach people together. You. Yeah, exactly. And then it may not seem as intimidating. I was just thinking of one other thing that's not actually um, a social event, but you could, if you're trying to make contacts within your company, you could find a, we're talking about a cause. There could be a, ta- a task force that's addressing something that's not necessarily directly business related, but maybe it's about the environment, like maybe they're trying to do something for the climate or a recycling program or something, you know, to benefit uh, other employees within the company. And if you join something like that, you could very well meet people in other divisions in higher places and gain more visibility.
0: Right right so there's a lot of creative things you can do you know even rather than going to a networking event you could ask somebody in your company who you should be meeting if somebody else could introduce you to them yes they could send an email introducing them and saying this is someone i thought you should know and then follow up and ask them if you they want to have coffee with you you know coffee is just the term you don't have to have coffee yeah. um but you know, meet with them in their office. You have to think creatively if these big events are so intimidating, maybe how to meet people one-on-one. Yeah. But this is something you're gonna have to figure out how to do.
1: Yes, right. And also just even whether you're trying to move within the company or outside the company, right? Mm-hmm. 60 yeah. to 70% of the positions are filled before they're ever even listed. Yep. So it really is about forming those connections and building those relationships.
0: Yes. So that's it for this podcast. Um, (laughs) If you have any further comments or thoughts on this topic, check us out on Instagram at mycrazyoffice. And if you want to subscribe
1: to our podcast, go to mycrazyoffice on our website and hit the subscribe button. Finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories to info at mycrazyoffice.co.
0: My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy!